You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Code STAPLE20. And I remember... My first pair of Cooperalls. I'd been asking my mom and dad for months, because everybody had them. And then for my 11th birthday, I unwrapped them. And it was the most beautiful pair of royal blue Cooperalls from J&J Sports and the Golden Mile that I started crying. So I don't know where those Cooperalls are, but I, I remember my first pair like it was yesterday, and it was the greatest thing in the world. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show on a very big day. Settle in. Just settle in and get ready for a very fun two hours of sports talk here on your favorite daytime sports entertainment talk show um, in Canada. Number one and the only one. And in America, one of them. We're coming to you live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus TV, WQEE radio in atlanta and uh the reason i say this is going to be a lot of fun is the guest the grim reaper Stu grimson coming up via video chat later on cbc legendary broadcaster doug dirks in hour two and tony spalatini calgary sportsman of the year in 2013 the owner founder of spalumbo's restaurant and an edmonton eskimo and calgary stampede alum is with us here now let's bring in the moose from the uh, nhl's bermuda triangle moose listen you don't understand dude spalatini walks in here the security guard stood at attention and he comes walking to the stage he's like (laughs) where's dupont where's dupont and I, I can't believe that you guys haven't met, but he says he's been watching you for years on Canada West football. And you are Al Michaels to him. Okay. So we got to hook you guys up at some point, dude. I appreciate that. And we had a little chat, him and I, first time before the show. And now I understand, I think, why it's called Spolumbos. Spolatini and Palumbo. Uh, he talked about, you know, about the, uh, the Husky Center, uh, Michael Palumbo, his dad. And, uh, Matteo Spolatini, the Dinos yes. quarterback. Well, that's uh, Tony's son. And uh, the connection's all over the place. So I knew this was going to be a great day. Oh, yeah. Football royalty in the house. We got a live studio audience here at Grey Eagle. Life is great. But I can tell you, you would get this, and only a certain amount of our viewers will. Tony Spolatini came in here. He's like Lanny McDonald. He's the light. I could just see it in him. Mm. He was just radiating positivity (laughs) i like people like that man because you can pick up the others a mile away too all right can you director jordan please hit the quick six show horn and let's get down to business thank you 
Uh, we're going to start with baseball, believe it or not, in the World Series. And I watched it last night because there weren't a lot of hockey games on. Christian Javier and Houston's bullpen combined on just the second no-hitter in World Series history, silencing a booming lineup and boisterous ballpark as the Astros blanked the Philadelphia Phillies 5 nothing to even up the World Series 2-2. So now we're down to a best of three. Here's the controversy, Moose. The only previous no-hitter in World Series history was a perfect game thrown by Don Larson of the New York Yankees against the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1956. So I'm watching SportsCenter this morning, and I won't say home, but the anchor, she goes, I have a problem with this being called a no-hitter. I don't like it. And there was a debate there. And, uh, well, I'm not the biggest baseball insider or analyst. I am a fan. And I waited to see what Steve Phillips had to say, the analyst and the former Mets GM. And he's like, yeah, this is a big deal. But I talked to Serena in Florida. She's like, no, it's, it's nowhere comparable to Don Larson. It's not a no-hitter. If I got that right, because she's watching right now, I hope I didn't screw it up. But our poll question today, number one, was should Javier have been polled after six innings while he's got a no-hitter on the go? Yes or no? Capital Automall has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. And uh, I voted that, yes, he should have been polled. The last I saw, over 70% of our respondents saying that, no, he shouldn't have been polled. He should have been able to take this no-header into the seventh and as long as he could go. But this is the World Series, Darren. It's about wins, and I'm fully on with the Houston Astros today. I'm kind of surprised that it's even a controversy or discussion. Where are you on that? What are you voting? I'm voting yes. And the reason I'm voting yes is because we have hindsight in our favor here. Hindsight's 2020. So they pulled him. They continued the no-hitter. They won the game. So the evidence tells us it was the right decision to pull him. Yeah. We don't know that he would have continued the no-hitter. Now, in the moment, I'm a purist who says, no, let him, let him try and you know, run the table here. Why would you? It goes back to the Jays situation when you pulled your star pitcher and then when he was playing well at the first sign of trouble and you lost the game. Um, so I, but I vote yes because it worked out. And who are we to argue? They won the game and they completed the no-hitter. Exactly. And the, yeah, yeah. Blue Jays fans would say otherwise, of course, and uh, Tampa Ray, Bay Rays fans from a World Series a couple years back. Yes. So anyways, fun to talk about. And uh, by the way, a word from our sponsor, New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary, open to families and the general public in support of Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations presented by New York Fries. Trust me, we're getting to the CFL in a moment, but point two, NHL, just two games on Wednesday night. Alex Tuck scored one of the Buffalo Sabres' five goals in the third period to rally past the Pittsburgh Penguins 6-3. Are the Penguins, sorry, are the Sabres ever going to show up as they are what we thought they were? I'm pulling for them. It's an exciting young team. They got a good, they are the light. They have energy around mm-hmm. them. Uh, meanwhile, in Toronto, Leafs captain John Tavares registered the 11th hat-trick of his career, including a jaw-dropping individual effort in the third to go along with a helper as the Leafs snapped a four-game slide and beat Philly 5-2. When I called you last night, you said you were folding laundry and watching hockey. I assume you were watching this game. So how are you That's on right. the Leafs winning? Uh, are you planning the parade? What's up with Leaf Nation today? Uh, they look better. They looked like the team that we thought they were last night. Now, you know, Philly's played well, too. And Philly went up one nothing early, and you thought this was going to be that kind of a game again. But you know what? Toronto stayed composed. They controlled the puck. They didn't seem to panic too much. Um, and I thought your captain stepped up, and your best players need to be your best players. When you're struggling like that, 
you usually need a captain to pull everybody out of the weeds and push in one direction. Connor McDavid does that in Edmonton when they're struggling, and John Tavares did it last night. Uh, by the way, Tony Spalatini coming up next segment, and we're going to get deep into the CFL playoffs then, by the way, so I'm not going to spend as much time on that with Moose here right now. Um, how about Torts saying, I hope Sheldon Keith jams it, you know where, to all you media. And this was before the game. He goes, just not tonight. But Torts is pulling for Sheldon Keith. I thought that was funny, um, and I get it. Listen, when people count you out and they trash you and they spit talk you, Oh, does it feel good to jam it? You know where? Is Sheldon Keith going to do that? Or is this going to have a sad uh, ending and he's going to get fired? What do you see happening there? Um, I hope he, he plays well or that he does well. I really hope so. Um, I can see it. You know, if they turn this around, there's enough talent that I think uh, they'll be fine and he won't lose his job. And I'm a big John Tortorella fan. for So for him to say that, He's a guy who wears his heart on his sleeve. He deeply cares about the people in his organization and his players. He holds them accountable. Um, but he also sees, he, he calls it like he sees it. If he thinks Sheldon keeps a good coach, he's going to say it. And he did. Yeah, well, that's his opinion. Doesn't necessarily mean he is a good coach. So there's that. That's right. I, I appreciate everybody's comments that are coming in. I don't have time to get to them here because Darren and I got to fly here in the warm-up. Our NHL coverage is brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Longtime friends of ours hiring now. Find out everything you need to know at broncoplumbing.com and our Facebook and Instagram pages. Point three, Pascal Siakam led the way with 22 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists as the Raptors handed the Spurs their worst home loss in franchise history, 143-100. I looked up. I didn't watch the game, but I saw the ticker on the bottom of the screen. At that point, they were up 35 points. They ended up winning by 43. I know yesterday I said that the Spurs aren't what they used to be, but whoa. But if you ever get a chance to go to AT&T Center in San Antonio, go, because they do honor their five championships very, very well there. Remember when Snoop and I went to that game, me and Snoop Dogg? That was the game that I'm talking about. I remember. Yeah. Go if you can, but we've missed the good old days for the Spurs. Um, and in New York, DeJounte Murray scored a career-high 36 points, and the Hawks overcame a 23-point deficit, and Atlanta beat the Knickerbockers 1-12-99. Did you see the highlights? Trey Young added 17 points despite missing time in the second half because of a left eye contusion when he went down, because I was watching that game. I found a stream. Now I'm like the biggest Atlanta <laughs> Hawks fan. Uh, he went down. I'm like, <gasps> Trey. Then he comes out in uh, goggles uh, five minutes yeah. later and ends up putting the finishing touches on that one. So, yeah, somebody wrote in here the other day. Who's Trey Young? I'm like, uh, he's got 1.4 million Twitter followers. Dude, follow along. Here come the Hawks. Uh, sports update. We'll get to later, but it's brought to you by Ito Japan. First, a word from our sponsor. With freshly made food and high-quality ingredients, Ito Japan is food you can feel good about. I'm going to do CFL deal or no deal right now. I'm not going to get into the foibles and the follies of them screwing up the the All-Star nominations yesterday, unless you want to. I don't want to. There's no point kicking a dog when it's down now. But let's play deal or no deal, CFL semifinal edition. Those odds makers in. in Costa Rica. Did did they put down the VOD squad? What do they got today? <laughs> uh, Montreal is favored by three at home over the Hamilton Tiger Cats in the Eastern semifinal. Deal or no deal? No deal. I picked Hamilton to win the game outright, and I think they will. They're hot. 
And I think they're headed to the Grey Cup. Now, the BC Lions are favored by 2.5 at home over the Calgary Stampeders in the Western semifinal. It's a big deal. Deal or no deal? You know what? I'm going to take the deal. I wasn't earlier in the week. I'm taking it now. And, and it's, it's Amar Doman. He's got me pumped. They've opened the upper deck. There's going to be a bunch of fans in there. And I think Sarah McLaughlin singing. Have, yeah. Sarah McLaughlin you know singing the national anthem. Hmm. The only thing I'm what? concerned about is this is a new regime in BC. So they might not be pumping crowd noise into BC place. That might hurt them a little bit. But uh, I think the home crowd advantage will, will help BC. All right. All right. Well, Tony Spolatini and I are going to get into it next segment, but we both have the Stampeders to win. This will be the first time that an owner gets credit for winning a game if Moose is right. But Bet Regal's our exclusive <laughs> betting partner, and Bet Regal has tickets, uh, two of them, to the Grey Cup for you to win. The link to enter is at rodpeterson.com right now. While we're at it, Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, tune into the Grey show Friday. Eagle Resort and Casino. To find out how to win tickets to Tom Cochran at the Grey Eagle Event Center here in Calgary. Tickets are still available at Ticketmaster.ca, but not for long. I stopped by the uh, box office yesterday, Moose, and they are almost sold out. That is not a joke. No yoke. Um, Point five, Thursday night football. The Philadelphia Eagles are at the Houston Texans, and I could call up deal or no deal, but why? Because we all know who should win the game. Eagles are 7-0 going into the game. I got the line. 13 and a half Eagles favored by 13 and a half at Gray Eagle, our exclusive betting partner on Thursday night football. Deal or no deal? Oh, yeah, I'll take the deal. You could have told me the, the line was 28 and a half. I would have taken the deal. Um, the okay. Eagles will roll over Houston. Houston's offense is not good. They're not going to put points up. And Philadelphia is good in every phase of the game. So take the Eagles tonight. What a night for Philly sports fans. Uh, their 7-0 Eagles are playing Thursday night football at Houston, and their Phillies are in Game 5 of the World Series, which is now down to a best of three. Doesn't look like the Flyers are playing on this 3-6-9-12. 13 games in the National Hockey League tonight, including Nashville here at Calgary, and I'll be going to the game. Uh, yeah, why not? But Hour 1 we talked about last night. Hour 2 we talk about tonight's games. How about that? Uh, so I want to get your point, your take on this, a real quick one, the, and then I'll come back to the CFL halftime. I was told that tomorrow they will be announcing the halftime act. That's, this, that's what I got this morning. How about that? The NFL, though, is reviewing Jerry Jones' Halloween costume after informal complaints were made against the longtime owner of the Dallas Cowboys for dressing up as a blind referee. The costume, posted on social media, featured Jerry in a striped ref shirt, dark sunglasses, and a walking stick. Coaches and team officials are prohibited by the NFL from criticizing officials. I didn't hear the resolution or resumption to that. I Did he get fined? I, I don't know. How do you feel about that? It was hilarious. It was a hilarious <laughs> costume. Now, here's the, th- for me, and I could, you're the Cowboys fan. Was there a call that screwed them in the last week or two? or in the last two or three weeks that he's specifically you don't, referring to? No, I don't think so, right? No. I think this is pretty general. He's generally making fun of the ref. So this isn't a criticism against a ref who made a call in the week 
seven game that screwed the Cowboys out of it. That didn't happen. So he's just having some fun here, being a blind referee, making a joke. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was critical of the referees. I thought it was more in fun. And I think the league shouldn't have a problem with it. If there had been an incident well, and he had been in the media complaining and then shows up in the Halloween costume, that would be a different story. Well, we call this, they call this the no fun league. So I don't know. I haven't heard if Jerry's ended up being fined or not, but like you literally can't have fun anymore. While we have Moose on the air, for our viewers, coming to Grey Cup, Ballers Rec Room and Twisted Tea are hosting the biggest party during Grey Cup week featuring players and the Grey Cup trophy. Get your tickets today at eventbrite.com. And breaking news, Ballers is proud to announce that Charleston Hughes and Greg Zahn will be special celebrities at the party, which, of course, will be their uh, moose. That's pretty exciting. The best party at Grey Cup will be this one. It will be. You know, Ballers is excited about it. They're putting on a great party uh, with Twisted Tea and their friends and and uh, they're getting a lot of players. They're coming. Uh, Charleston, uh, obviously, Greg Zahn, who played, you know, Major League Baseball, was on Sportsnet. And um, he's going to be there as well. He does a great, great cup party every year. And he's partnering with Ballers on this one. And there's going to be more players. They've told me that they're going to be announcing. And they've invited us. So it's going to be fun. Get your tickets. Go to Eventbrite. Search for it. The Ballers party, the VIP party. And uh, there'll be links all over our social that we're going to share it for them. I think we'll put the link here in the YouTube chat. So uh, get your tickets because there's only uh, a few available. Greg Zahn and Charleston Hughes coming to the best party at Grey Cup at Ballers Rec Room. It's going to be fantastic. We will see you there. Moose, I think you're done for the day. Great job. Thank you. Enjoy. Tony Spalatini in next to Grimson's on the way. Doug Dirks and Gino DePauli. It's the RP show on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, and uh, your favorite podcast platform and streaming sports radio right now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community, and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Beautiful day in the foothills. You see the snow that was left behind. We'll see if it's here all winter or not. But we're at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. And we've already talked with the Moose, Darren DuPont World Series, last night's NHL games, Raptors and Atlanta Hawks, both winning last night. Talked about CFL playoffs, Thursday night football tonight, Eagles and Texans uh, tonight, 13 games in the NHL, including the Predators here in Calgary, and I'll be there. But we're here to talk football now. This guy came in here today, Tony Spalatini. Did you know that security guy that was, like, ushering you in? Yes. Yeah, uh, I yeah no, Carter Como. Uh, uh, we're both alumni now of the of the Dinos. You know, Carter had a great career, was on that uh, 19 Vanier Cup team. Just a, a great, great young man. And, uh, you know, my younger boy had an opportunity to, to play with him uh, on the dinos and uh yeah it took me a minute i go hey i, I know you you know and uh it's good to see him uh oh a great doing guy well, yeah. well there were a few other security guys do they just perked up when they when they saw tony come through the door <laughs> 2013 calgary sportsman of the year cfl alum edmonton eskimos calgary stampeders but really what i say most famous for spalumbos <laughs> tell us about your restaurant so you know uh uh, you know, uh, my cousin Tom uh, Spalatini, myself, and, and our good friend Mike Palumbo, who's like family, uh, we were all fortunate enough to play uh, on the stamps together, you know. And, uh, and then when we got done playing football, uh, you know, Italians do two things, right? They either work in cement or, 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 or food. And the cement business was saturated, you know. We got uncles who play cement, finish cement, buried in cement, right? So we figured we'd get into, we'd get into food. And so we just, um, we, we started making sausage out of the basement, out of uh, Tom's uh, in-laws uh, restaurant, their very famous restaurant family, the Tuta family here in Calgary. And then slowly this little deli opened up with sausage equipment in Inglewood and, and we moved the first Spalumbos there in 92. And then six years later, we built the facility that we are now that's just kind of uh, uh, half a block down the street. And... Uh, uh, this past July 7th, we've been in business 30 years. Wow. So, yeah. I had a great success story, and I said to Tony, I've had several of their sandwiches, but always it was in a box at the front <laughs> of the bus or in the locker room at McMahon Stadium with the riders because we always went there. And i got to think that was Shiv and Danny Barrett well, started. No, <laughs> we got some great, like, I mean, Shiv's was our, our assistant GM and player personnel guy when I was there. And I think Shiv, Shiv supplied the league with so many great players, that even the guys that got cut, from from Calgary or, or BC when he was there ended up having great careers on other teams. You know, Shiv had a great doing. impact in this league. Yeah, no that's why he's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, totally. And but a huge supporter of Spalumbo. Well, yeah. So he, <laughs> Rod, he used to come down and you know how Shiv is, and he goes, "Spal, spal, uh, get me some andouille, some spicy. You know, do me a case." And he goes, "And do me a case for your quarterback." You know, Danny Barrett, right? So Danny was our quarterback, right? So this is happening for a couple of years. And so one day Danny comes in, I go, Hey Danny, you finally come. He goes, yeah. And he goes, how come you never 
send me any sausages when Shiv comes in. I go, what do you mean? Shiv always gets a case for you. He up. goes, but I never get them, right? So Danny leaves, right? And about 45 minutes later, Shiv comes in, right? Hey, how you doing? He doesn't know Danny's there, right? I had come. So we're sitting there, and uh, he goes, Spali, Spali, when I'm done, man, do me a case for me, a case for Danny. And I go, Shiv. Danny was just in. He says, you never give him any. He goes, oh, that's okay. He eats them at my house. It doesn't matter. So, so. This stuff goes on all across the CFL. I love it. Those stories, man. So <clears throat> I asked how close Tony was to the scene. and I, It was a rhetorical question. I knew you'd have a take on the Stamps and BC Lions Sunday in the Western semifinal. I, I really, I actually, I really like it. I, I'm actually, I mean, it's, it's obviously not not good for you know the team and you know revenues and what have you, but because it's on the road, uh, you mean? it's on the yeah. road, yeah. But you know, we're seven and two on the road. Uh, for some reason, I just, I just think we play looser on the road. I think we, you know, we have, you know, we're five and four at home, seven and two. But I think the team's really finding its stride. I think that last game against Saskatchewan, even you know, they say, oh, it's a nothing game. I don't think so. I think the Stamps wanted to set a tone. I think. The best old line in the CFL uh, really took control on the ground. And you know, Jake's making throws. That defense is, is playing lights out. So um, it's exciting to have Rourke back. It was a shame that we lost him for eight games because the kid's exciting. But I think um, even if he plays well, I don't think he has enough to, to beat us. Okay, so break it down for me because I'm reading coverage and seeing stuff. And everybody's basically saying Nathan Rourke versus Jake Mayer. And I'm like, I know it's the most important position, but that's not going to decide the game. Like, what do you think is going to decide the game? Well, I think it's going to be our, our secondary and, and our running game. You know what I mean? If we can, we can control the ball and keep him off, uh, off the field, and I mean, Jake's uh, Jake's a, a great quarterback, so he needs to convert when when we're you know second and long, and, and when he needs to make a throw or play action on first down, you know, catch him off guard. But we have to run the ball, and our secondary, we're going to get pressure on him. We got that great D line, but uh, that kid, he his forte rod is he reads so fast. So even if you do get pressure on him, he almost knows where he's going to throw the ball before the ball's even snapped. And that's just the amount of time that he spends in the film room. Like, the guy is a, not to use the cliche, a real student of the game. So uh, our secondary are going to have to be on their game. Uh, Ted in Red Deer is watching. He says, Spolumbo Sausage, five stars for sure. Nothing better anywhere oh, I've tasted. Thank that, you. That's from Ted in Red oh, Deer. Thank, thank you. Jeff, the Stamps Peters fan, says, Rod, would you address Arash Madani's report that John Huffnagel stepping down to Stamps GM after this season. I don't know anything about it. That's the first that I heard. That's not great timing for the announcement as the team's going on a playoff run. And I know absolutely nothing about it, I swear. And, and for our U.S. viewers, I don't know if you heard about our, you know, 25% of our viewers and listeners are in the United States. We're on the radio in Atlanta. John Huffnagel was the quarterback's coach, 2003 Patriots uh, Super Bowl champion team. Tom Brady's quarterback's coach there. NFL great as well, but done a lot of great things in Calgary. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I don't know anything about it. You know what? I, I don't know anything about yeah. it either. And, I mean, not that we're in the know or anything like yeah. that, Rod, but I think something that, you know, catastrophic, it would be, you, you would have might have heard even a, a pipe rumor. Yeah. So I think, I think it's, I, I, don't think, I don't think there's any fruit to this. Or well, any he, sub, yeah. Tony, you've been around this forever. Your whole life, the Stamps. When he came into town, the, the fortunes well, just no, went no, up. I mean, you know, but John, John was great everywhere he went. I mean, yes. he, he grew up in Pennsylvania, which is basically quarterback factories there. You know what I mean? Out of high school. 
Penn State, you know, was a legend there, you know, then had a shot in the NFL, came up here, you know, killed it in the CFL, and then made even greater contributions as a as an offensive coordinator, him and Jeff Tedford, you know, during our era, just revolutionized the CFL with the empty backfield. It wasn't good for a fullback, right? Or, but, you know, they went, they, you know, they were the guys that introduced this empty package, this run and gun type of stuff. So, yeah, a revolutionary, right, in football for sure. Well, if uh, Huff wants to step away, it'll be Huff's decision. Obviously, we'll see. Uh, Andrew Stout, viewers, says, I heard that head coach Dave Dickinson is going to be the general manager and coach. Listen, I can't... Let me just pass along another from Jack Fulton. He says, love Tony. He's watching, says, say hi. Wish I could be there to support a great guy. Thank you, Tony, for everything you've been to myself and to the entire Calgary community. Well, thank you, Jack. Let's just say, because Arash is rarely wrong, if let's just say if John Huffnagel was to step down, you know, Tony, he would have a succession plan Well, and wouldn't uh, leave the team in the lurch. No, and... Again, you just stated it. If, if it was, and we don't know if, it, if it's true or not, yeah, Dave Dickinson would be the right, the right, the right uh, fellow to move yeah. up into that position, right? Um, you know, maybe, you know, he does uh, wears two hats for a while, but, you know, in that succession, there's guys that can move up to that head coaching job. A Mark, you know, a Mark Killam, you know, you know could easily, you know, could be head coaching anywhere in, in the league for that matter. So I think if John did decide to go, I don't think the Stampeders would have to look um, outside of the organization to probably fill those positions. Not tremendous timing for the report, and uh, I only got a couple more minutes here with Tony Spalatini. He's running a restaurant for Pete's sake. He's a busy guy. <laughs> uh, we talked. You got the Stamps to win. I was reading the line earlier. The Lions are favored by two point five at oh, home, man. but I got the Stamps to win. Oh no, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and then out east, what do you think about Hamilton at Montreal in the semifinal? You know what. I, I like I like Montreal. I, I think you know they're they're at home, and uh, uh, you know plus I I'm kind of a Homer Tyson Philpot former Dino. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, I think I think Montreal's playing well. I mean Hamilton Evans seems to be finding his groove, but then again, you know he has a a, a bit of a up down all year. You know he's had a great game, a bad game. I think he's put a couple of good ones together. But I think Montreal at home. Uh, I think Montreal's got uh, uh, Eugene, you know. Uh, Lewis, yeah. Lewis, yeah, and so, you know, I, I like Montreal. Well, and the, the thing is, we've been around the CFL a long time. It has its foibles and struggles and so forth. But this is the time of year that it historically shines. The games are great. The yes. stadiums oh, are full. No question, yes. This is the best time to best get on board. Best time of the year, right? Right. Yeah, playoff playoff football in, in Canada is unreal. It's the it best is football. unreal. It is, it is, yes. It's said very well. What do you think about the fact this game will be played in the Dome? It's been a long time since BC's hosted a game. That, that's um, what the players want, right? I would yeah, think. so this is, I think it's going to be amazing. I think that Dome's going to be rocking, Rod. I think yeah. what I love about it is there's going to be weather factor in there. So you're going to have Rourke at his best, Kareem at his best, Meyer, the defense, there's no excuses, no snow, no rain. It's just going to be some wide-open football, great uh, great conditions, you know. And uh, the Stamps got to practice in the Dome yeah. this week. Show dice. Yeah. yeah, so that was uh, really good, you know, getting them ready for the game. So, uh, Well, you know the hockey as well, and you said, you know, you were a fullback. How do you feel about the adage, football was meant to be played in the cold? I know a lot of guys that uh, say, you nope. know what? No, you know what? <laughs> I used to, you know, 
pride myself, you know, being from Calgary in college, in high school, and, and with the staffs. We played in some cold games. But I'm telling you, none of us complained when it was a Chinook, okay, in late <laughs> November, all right? Now, nah, uh, we want to play. Look, you got to gut it out when you have to, Rod. You don't use it as an excuse. But as a player, man, if you can play inside, oh, yeah, you want to play in the best well, conditions. the best team should win in that environment. Like, well, exactly, I look, right? I at, and I mean, yeah. when you got, like, I hate it when high-flying offenses or, you know, can't be who they, they want because of the weather, right? It doesn't really judge who was the best team that day, you know what I mean? And mm. so you're right. When the conditions are perfect, the best team is going to win on well, that day. I think about the Vanier a couple of years ago, Sask versus Montreal, and I really thought the Huskies were better going in, but it was an icy track at Laval, and yes. Montreal won, and it, did, it ruined the game. Well, so, yeah, yeah, it did. It yeah. did, right? You know, you don't, especially if you're a pass-oriented team. It really affects, right? It affects, you know, the throwing the ball, cuts, what have you, right? And that's why that running game is so important. So when you're like the Stamps, and you you have a really good balanced attack, you know, for example, they get past BC and they go to Winnipeg, and we have a, a nightmare day in Winnipeg, and it can happen. They they can they can they can run with the Bombers. Who's going to be in the Grey Cup in Regina? Um, Calgary, Toronto. Nice. A rematch of the 2017 Grey Cup in 1971. How about that? Tony, this has been fun. Fast Thank but you. fun. Yeah, we covered a lot of ground. Let's keep in touch. I look forward to it, Rod. Thank you so All right. much. 2013 Calgary Sportsman of the Year, the great Tony Spolatini, founder and owner of Spolumbos. The Grim Reaper, Stu Grimson, joins us next from Nashville. Coming up in hour two, Doug Dirks and the voice of the Medicine Hat Tigers, Gino DePali, right here. It's the RP Show. We're live on Game Plus television across all 10 provinces and 31 states. We're also live streaming on YouTube and on the radio. WQEE, your home of Southern Sports and Talk, 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, we're back live at the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. And, uh, hey, Clark, I had my earphones out saying goodbye to Tony. What did you say about the Grim Reaper? Do we got it? All right, 729 games in the National Hockey League. And as I've told the crew at Lampin, Saskatchewan, if you can bring him in, I don't even really like him. It's, it was ironic that Stu Grimson and I would be partnered together to do a banquet together a couple weeks ago in Lampman. Best-selling author, not a bad-looking guy, tough guy, NHL network analyst. What am I? Oh, practicing lawyer. How are you doing, Grimmer? I'm great. I'm great. That's an accurate depiction of our... Uh... Our relationship, I think, Rod, oil, water, you know, me, you, oil, water. <laughs> yes. Hey, you're practicing lawyer. Are That's you fair. ever, are you, you're practicing lawyer. Are you ever going to get good at it? When do you got to stop practicing, Grimmer? I keep practicing. Until I get it right, I will continue to practice. <laughs> All right. I got gotcha. you. Love you, my man. Hey, Nashville Predators in town tonight to take on the Calgary Flames. They got thumped up the road in Edmonton the other night. What can you tell us about yeah. this year's Nashville Predators? You know, uh, you and I talked about this a little bit in uh, Lampman, if I'm not mistaken, and I had my concerns about this Nashville Predators team. You know, they didn't really do much to bolster themselves during the offseason this year. So, you know, if you're looking to replicate the kind of year they had last year, Rod, 
Matt Duchesne needs to have another career year. Uh, Roman Yossi, UC Saros, Tanner Janot needs to have, you know, rookie of the year. You know, obviously he's not a rookie this year, but he inserted himself into the mix last year and I think was a strong consideration for rookie of the year. But you've got a half a dozen guys last year who had these, you know, just brilliant for the ages type season. And if you're not replicating that across those same, you know, handful of guys, where's, you know, where's the support going to come from? I think that's part of the challenge. They don't defend particularly well. I think they've kind of got away from that identity that they really solidified last year, which is, yes, we're pretty talented. Um, Yes, we've got some folks up front that can score for us. But we're also really hard to play against. You know, they played that really kind of pugnacious style of hockey uh, and 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 worked hard away from the puck too. continually kind of reloading back above the puck, whether in uh, the offensive zone or or through neutralize, always reloading back above the puck so that somebody's on the right side of it as they defend. They're not. They're not doing those things this year. So as they go through the southern part of Death Valley, Alberta, um, they get their hands full. Uh, Ted in Red Deer, viewer says, the Grim Reapers, the best nickname anywhere in sport, loves to <laughs> on, the, on the NHL network. Uh, good for you, Ted, if you can get it. I can't. Uh, Grimmer, 17 days till I'm in Florida watching you on NHL network again. Who there gave you, you that nickname? Do, do you remember? Do you remember who gets credit for that? Do you know what? I remember it well. It goes back to my... It goes back to my WHA days, my first year as a member of the Regina Pats, my old general manager, he was my coach for a stretch of time as well. My old general manager, Bob Strum, gave me that nickname. I mean, I walked into camp, a long, gangly, skinny, 17-year-old, I guess, had the last name that started with Grimm, played a bit of a, you know, a physical role, and I I think I was trying to nudge me into a, nudge me into a bit of a with him, but um, yeah, it was grim from the moment I set foot on WHL ice. Bob Strum gets credit for that. I love it. By the way, for our our listeners, I told Grimmer that we're on the radio in Atlanta now, and they love the hockey stories. Grimmer, yeah. let's tell them about something. When you brought up Tanner Geno in that hall in Lampman, did you notice? The roof went off the place. Yeah. He's not even from there, but he's close. <laughs> Oxbow, Saskatchewan. Can you talk about what he means to that Nashville team and what hockey players mean to their communities in Saskatchewan that go on to the NHL? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. No, you're you're right. I mean, I, I think Lampman and Oxbow are probably separated by a good 30 or more miles. But, you know... Uh, Lampman is is not unlike Oxbow in this respect. Small Canadian prairie town, and when you've got somebody makes the NHL from, you know, from origins like that, uh, the community just wears it like a badge of honor, a real source of civic pride. So, it's it's great for the game. It's great for those communities, and you know, I, I think the other additional thing, Rod. It, and I know you see the game in much the way that I do, it it really harkens back to a different era when a guy like that can make the kind of difference he does on an NHL roster. Yes, he's a capable scorer. Yes, he's really effective, uh, you know, defensively, but he plays that really pugnacious brand of hockey, that really hard-nosed brand of hockey. And 
And, you know, it, it requires stepping up and, and, and uh, you know, maybe trying to do something physical to turn momentum in an NHL contest, maybe sticking up for a teammate. And I'll tell you, folks from those small towns, they, they believe that's the way the game ought to be played. So when somebody steps out of, you know, their community and, and really makes a, a dent, um, helps contribute to the identity of an NHL franchise in that same way, it's just a, it's a really, it harkens back to a really, I think, uh, an important part of, of the game. It really does. Oh. It's just awesome. It's absolutely awesome just being connected yeah. like that. I got a, always a million questions for Stu, but I'll turn it over some to the viewers. John in Winnipeg wants to know, Grimmer, what was it like playing hockey in Hartford for the Whalers? You know, it was really interesting. Um, it was a one-year stop for me. Didn't know that, of course, going into it. But it was a really interesting market. It was really my first time ever being in the East because uh, Eastern Conference, I played my entire career up to that point in the Western Conference. But being able to bus to cities like Long Island, like uh, Madison Square Garden in New York, Boston was a bus trip for us. Being able to, you know, bus to these games, come back right after and sleep in our own beds, you, you really start to realize the the National Hockey League is almost two separate leagues in terms of whether you are a member of the Western Conference or, or the Eastern Conference. Travel makes for a very, very different landscape, and you almost kind of coach, manage, and play the game in a different way when you're a part of, um, you know, those different conferences, but really, I love the people of Hartford had a wonderful year there. Uh, my first year playing for coach Paul Maurice, it was a great, great fit for me. And you know, the fun part about it now, Roddy is just looking back the nostalgia that surrounds that organization. Um, you know, the, the love for the, the logo that is the once mighty Hartford Whalers, uh, and just the way people, you know, kind of rally around that it's, it's fun to have been a part of it. I'm, I'm really glad that it was one stop, uh, over the course of my NHL career. Great logo, great green. I still yeah. love it every time I see it. Great uniform. Hey, last one for you, Grimmer. Yeah. Peter Marr was here the other day, the Hall of Fame voice of the Calgary Flames. He said to say, oh, hey. Oh, love and Peter. We were, oh, yeah. And we were talking about how do you slow down Connor McDavid. And he's like, well, in the 80s, we'd try and break his ankle. Can't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> how do you? How, that would have been your job. How do you... Um, slow down Connor McDavid nobody's been able to figure it out yet but how would you try yeah no it's it's a really difficult thing to do no question about it because this is this is a guy one-on-one -on -one. you know I, I think we've kind of left an era where it used to be the case when I played you couldn't beat an NHL defenseman one-on-one -on -one. it was just a rare rare occasion when you did Connor and others you know who have kind of come after him Con Connor's capable of doing that on on most any night. So, you know, to the, to the, to the listener's question, you've got to find other ways to, to be able to defend against the Connor McDavid. And I think one, one area that clubs often employ, and I agree with this, although it's not always successful, you've got to find a way to take away his ice through middle ice, through neutral ice, because that's where he really tends to, uh, to, to generate a lot of momentum off of which he's uh, he's able to generate scoring chances. So if you can get in his lane 
in middle ice and, and kind of disrupt that momentum he's trying to generate. That's, you know, that's one aspect to kind of containing a Connor McDavid, but out of the gates, that first step, I don't think there's a quicker step in hockey. It's, you know, it's really a, a, a night to night challenge for 31 teams across the NHL. Tonight, it's New Jersey's chance to try and contain him. So, Grimmer, uh, right. thanks. You're the busiest guy I know, so I appreciate the time. Thank you. We covered a lot of ground. Keep in touch, sir. Good to see you, my friend. Good to see you. Always enjoy being on with you, Rod. Thank you, pal. Appreciate it. The great Stu Grimson joining us from Music City. When we come back, a sports update. CBC legend Doug Dirks in hour two and the voice of the Medicine Hat Tigers, Gino DiPaoli. It's a busy one down here at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. We're on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, you're looking live at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Oh, very busy. By the way, we got to mention, what's today? Thursday? Friday here, 1120 a.m. Mountain. That's 120 Eastern. Rock legend Tom Cochran is going to be joining us right here live. And uh, by the way, so the show's almost sold out. Tom Cochran is kicking off a Canadian tour at Great Eagle on Friday night. That's November the 4th in the event center. As you saw. So if you uh, if you love Tom Cochran in it, I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to be a little emotional for me because just like a lot of you, his voice is kind of the soundtrack to my career, my life in a lot of ways. Sorry, I'm stepping on my headphone cord here. So it's going to be really awesome. Never met Tom Cochran before. I never met a lot of these artists. Obviously, I've been a sports guy. It's cool getting into this entertainment world. And I apologize I didn't get to a lot of your questions for Stu Grimson. But he's a regular. He'll be back. So you got to watch every day. And eventually, we'll get your questions in for one Stu Grimson. A sports update for Edo Japan on this Thursday. Uh, in Portland, Oregon, Noah Boyko scored the shootout winner to lift the Prince George Cougars to a 5-4 comeback win over the Portland Winterhawks Wednesday night in the dub. In Brandon, Ryan Holford notched a hat trick to lead the way as Everett halted a Brandon comeback, beating the Wheaties 6-3. In Swift Current, Sam McGinley knocked in the game-winning goal to 257 of overtime as Swift Current beat Vancouver 5-4. And in Saskatoon, Trevor Wong scored twice while adding two assists as Saskatoon downed Tri-City 5-1. To the NFL, Cleveland Browns general manager Andrew Berry expects suspended quarterback Deshaun Watson to start on December 4th in Houston against his former team when his 11-game ban ends for violating the NFL's personal conduct policy. Watson, who played four seasons with the Texans, of course, was suspended in August after being accused of sexual misconduct by more than two dozen women in massage therapy sessions. Uh, staying in the NFL, newly acquired linebacker Bradley Chubb and the Miami Dolphins have reportedly agreed on a five-year extension that could be worth as much as $119 million. The Dolphins made a trade with Denver earlier this week for Chubb, who had five and a half sacks this season for the Broncos and is a past Pro Bowl pick. Lots of NFL coverage coming up on a football Friday here, along with Tom Cochran, of course, as we head into a big NFL weekend, CFL playoff weekend, Canada West semifinals 
Uh, this sports update for Edo Japan. As I said, Edo Japan's fast and friendly service plus online ordering options are easy and convenient when you are on the go. Just going to uh, pop in here on the text line. See what we got going on there this morning. 902-518-3033. Now would be a very good time to text in movies. Simply the word movies to be randomly entered into a draw for gift certificates, for show tickets and concession treats from our friends at Landmark Cinemas. Text movies now to 902-518-3033. Um, we were talking earlier about Jerry Jones being in trouble with the NFL for his Halloween costume of a blind referee. I think they've put that to bed. I don't think Jerry's being fined. But Larry Die in last minute of play in hour one, last minute of play. Larry Die in Medicine Hat writes, and he says, I think Rod and Darren should have been fined for not dressing up as Batman and Robin. I get it. I listen. I did go Halloween costume surfing, hunting. I didn't find anything that I liked. So how about that? And I went to that Halloween store in Mission Bay, Florida. Nothing there. Went to a Halloween store here in Calgary. Nothing there. So I didn't really. Uh, I didn't dress up, but I didn't poo-poo those that did. You do you. You be. You have fun. Have fun with your life. We'll talk about the Grey Cup halftime, Mac, guys. Jeff the Stamps fan said, is Tom Cochran going to announce he is the Grey Cup halftime show on the RP show tomorrow? Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll talk about this with Dougie Dirks coming up after this break on Game Plus and WQEE. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.